Let's go talk to Steve Gill, my good friend over there. Steve, welcome back to the morning show. How are you? I'm good, and and it you know you're making my mouth water, but it it's not just the cheese, and you got to have the perfect cheese, which they've got. And it's got to be the right chips. They can't be too thick. They can't be too thin. That they can't handle the the dip. The chips are are the other half of the equation that you've got to be able to nail perfectly. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. All right, so I wanted to ask you about this. So it's no secret that we have a district attorney that is backed by George Soros. Um, he will deny that, but we came out with a big story yesterday, KWAM, and now the local media are picking up, and now the district attorney has had to respond to KWAM and our listeners holding him accountable. Are you in the pocket of George Soros? Because you had a nonprofit, and he's calling them a right-wing not not. Uh, Nonprofit, excuse me. It's the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund, and what they found is he is one of the seventy George Soros-backed and funded DAs in this country, receiving more than six hundred thousand dollars connected to the billionaire. But you guys over in Nashville, there were two dots in Tennessee. It was us, and it was you guys. I have a question: What is the end goal for people like George Soros? Is it really social justice, or is it to destroy us all well i think certainly the result is to destroy us all i can't understand the motivation other than to produce the result that they're getting because as as the old adage you know if you keep doing the same thing that doesn't work you got to be an idiot um you know that that uh, um doing the same thing with the same bad results is is what they're producing and they just keep doubling down tripling down and we've seen, you know, in Nashville, our district attorney, good guy, but just, you know, a complete liberal. But he's having to cater to the voters in the other dark blue voting district in the state of Tennessee. So, again, Democrats, whether it's Chicago, whether it's New York, whether it's Oakland, whether it's San Francisco, just keep putting the same people and the same policies in place time and time again and, and then complain about the results without making a change. You know, I've I've tried to think about this long and hard because you see places like Oakland, California, San Francisco. It's just desolate. And why, when given a chance to vote in change, do you see these demographics and these populations vote for the same thing? You're right. It's the definition of insanity. But I think as far as the devious nature of why you would have a district attorney like ours that is actively destroying people. And the policies implemented in this DA's office is actually killing more black Memphians than we've ever seen. I think if you terrorize a group of people, I mean, you make them scared. Where do they go to? They typically go to Big Brother or b- b- the big government. Excuse me. Right. They typically feel helpless. And in times of helplessness, they look up. And that's all that these people in power want is that the populace would be completely dependent on them because if that's the case, they can do anything. Well, and we have trained people, you know, in the path of of government dependence. And and you know, this this is not a sexist comment. It's just a matter of look at the demographics. Black women are the most dependable largest demographic that consistently votes Democrat every election because the Democrats for several generations have promised will give you free stuff. So you have 70, 80, 85% illegitimacy rates in the black community, which means single moms are raising their kids with money provided by the government, food provided by the government, health care provided by the government, public schools 
lousy as they are, provided by the mm-hmm. government. So these women are dependent upon the flow of government being the baby daddy for the most part. And and therefore they vote to to, to get the continued support of the baby daddy because the real baby daddies are not providing any economic support. Now you're starting to see a breakdown uh, in that trend among black males. Uh, the, the you know, traditionally, again, black males vote at a lower rate uh, than black females, in part because of the high incarceration rate, which means that uh, uh, African Americans who've been convicted of a felony aren't allowed to vote. But you have black males voting at a lower rate than the black females. Uh, and yet, they're starting to pull away from the government plantation because they're seeing, particularly those that are employed, trying to make a living, trying yep. to make a difference for their family. They're seeing the results. They're, wa- they're walking away, Steve, and it's incredible to see. I, I've seen those trends. But how do we pull the black women who are, you know, again, the, not all black women. I mean, and, but no, because it's also white women in that age. I, I hear what you're Same saying, thing. but it's white Same women thing. as well. They are literally the core voting block for the Democratic Party. What on earth? I don't, Steve, I don't frankly understand that. Maybe it's because I'm not a woman, but a lot of my friends are not voting for Democrats. And in Memphis, they're the ones most vulnerable to the crime. I know. In these major cities, women are the biggest victims. And yet, you know, let's keep putting, you know, big daddy Democrats in charge and, and suffer the consequences. I have great sympathy. I have great compassion for those who are victims of crime in Memphis, for example. But, dude, y'all keep voting to put the same people yeah. in and make it worse and worse with, you know, you know the catch-and-release DAs. And, and Soros hasn't just put DAs like Memphis and Nashville and other cities in place. He also, a few years ago, started targeting state attorney generals, which you've seen in the major yeah. blue states, putting the same policies in statewide as he was using the test case of electing them at the local level. All right. Speaking of Americans just be being blind and not actually looking with their own eyes at the truth, look no further than the conflict in Ukraine that has really no end. Um, it will be an endless war. We know that unless someone actually exposes the truth of what's going on in Ukraine, which is why Tucker Carlson went to Russia to talk to the other side. I mean, every mainstream media network in this country, they've sat down with Zelensky, so they're only talking to one side, so we're only getting one side of the story. Anyways, Tucker Carlson, he goes over to Russia. Here was him explaining his trip. I want you to take a listen to this and cut 10. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States. And we want it to remain prosperous and free. So the mainstream media, as you know, they're losing their mind. People like Hillary Clinton, she was on MSNBC. I think this is what she had to say. Cut number nine, please. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with outlet because he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's uh, pack of lies about Ukraine. Uh, so I don't 
see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview because through him he can you know continue to lie about what his you know objectives are in Ukraine and and uh, you know what he expects to see happen it's really quite sad that not just somebody like Tucker Carlson who has as I said been fired so many times because he seems unable to you know correlate his uh, reporting with the truth um, but also because it's a sign that there are people in this country right now who are like a fifth column for Vladimir Putin and why I don't know I mean why are certain Republicans throwing their lot in all right Steve I'll let you take a stab at it for sake of time lies like uh, you know the Russia hoax that Hillary funded what are the lies that Tucker Carlson is telling. Uh, now, what we do have is people like Hillary Clinton and the Democrats and some Republicans who are just fawning over Vladimir Zelensky as the example of democracy we need. This is the Vladimir Zelensky who has canceled elections, who has shut down opposition political parties, who has shut down independent news media that he does not control, and he's gone on the, the attack of the Russian Orthodox Church. And this is the guy they herald as the kind of leader of democracy that we need. Yeah. Keep in mind that just this week, um, Zelensky has indicated he wants to take parts of Russia that he says were historically part of Ukraine. Ukraine was a creation after World War II. There is no real Ukraine. But now he wants to expand the war he's losing to trying to take territory from Russia that is part of Russia. Uh, so, yeah, let's just expand the war so he can continue to get Look, you know, Ben, I was in um, uh, in Ukraine and Russia back in September. I was in the eastern portion of Ukraine in, in the Donbass region, Donetsk, Luhansk, this area that uh, has been taken back by Russia, people who identify as Russian, who speak Russian, not Ukrainian. And I didn't see anybody from CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, when Crimea was casting their first votes, and I was there as an election and, and political observer, when Crimea was casting their first votes 10 years ago, all those news agencies were there. And yet nobody is covering the yeah. um, Ukrainian-Russia side of this conflict. Oh, they'll put, they'll put embed reporters with Hamas, a terrorist group in Gaza, but they won't put reporters to actually report what's going on. Tucker Carlson is a hero. He is a real journalist. Uh, and, and the left didn't have any problem with Barbara Walters and, and Oliver Stone and all of their leftist reporters were interviewing Putin. Or yeah. when CNN interviewed um, uh, Saddam Hussein and these sorts of guys, but, but by gosh, Tucker talking uh, to get the real truth and share right. it. He's, he's a traitor. Well, and, and and we've got a scoop, but look at how they find over Gavin Newsom when Xi Jinping yeah. from China, the dictator, came to America. I mean, they were basically, I mean, in bed together, much less an interview between the two, right? But when Tucker speaks to Putin, it is espionage, and we need to actually... He's going to break the internet tonight. I think he had 263 million watches interview Heck with yeah. Donald Trump. He will double that with the Putin interview, and it's going to be uncut, unedited. People will actually be able to see and hear the truth, not in the edited. We're going to contort it to, to make it fit our uh, fit our agenda. And again, you know, I think I mentioned to you the other day, Ben, you know, a week ago, uh, Ukraine fired missiles into Luhansk, destroyed a bakery 
a bakery killing 28 people, injuring 100-plus, using U.S. military weapons, by the way. They targeted and hit a two-story bakery, killing people yeah. that hasn't received the first moment of media coverage. But if a, but if a terrorist gets shot and killed, a Hamas terrorist gets shot and killed in Gaza, oh, man, that's breaking news. Yeah. All right, Steve, going to have to leave it there. Appreciate the insights. We'll all be watching because that will be posted on X and Tucker Carlson's website at 5 p.m. our time. Steve, Steve, thanks for dropping by. We'll catch up next week. Thanks, my friend.